0: Coffee Break German Lesson 14 Hallo zusammen und herzlich willkommen zu Coffee Break German. Ich heiße Mark. Mein Name ist Thomas. And we're delighted to be back once again with another episode of Coffee Break German for you. So Mark, alles klar heute? Ähm um, noch einmal bitte. Alles klar? Everything's all right today? Ja, yeah, alles in Ordnung. Sehr gut. Today we're going to be moving on to a bit of a new topic. We're looking at hotels and checking into hotels. So some transactional vocabulary for you, the kind of phrases that you're going to need or that I might need if I were checking into a hotel in a German-speaking country. Sollen wir anfangen? Yeah, los geht's. We arrive at the hotel, and of course, this is a good opportunity to review the greetings that we learned previously, because we'll need to greet the person at the the reception desk. So, uh, to say hello, we could simply say "Guten Tag." So, "Guten Tag," like good day. "Guten Tag," "Guten Tag," or good morning. "Guten Morgen." "Guten Morgen." "Guten Morgen." If we're arriving later in the day and it's already evening, we could say good evening. Guten Abend. Guten Abend. Guten Abend.
1: Mark, can you remember what you may hear when you arrive in a hotel in the south of Germany?
0: Would that be grüß Gott? Sehr gut. Grüß Gott. Okay. So we arrive at the hotel and the first question that we may be asked by the receptionist would be, do you have a reservation? So what would that question sound like in German?
1: Well, to be honest, it's more likely you would say, have you reserved? Haben Sie reserviert? Okay, let's hear that one more time.
0: Haben Sie reserviert? Haben Sie reserviert? Haben Sie reserviert? Haben Sie reserviert? Okay, and so how would I say, I have reserved or I have a reservation? Ich habe reserviert. Ich habe reserviert. Sehr gut. Okay, or... How would we say, we have reserved, if I'm here with my family, for example? Wir haben reserviert. One more time. Wir haben reserviert. Wir haben reserviert. Okay, so you ask me the question. Haben Sie reserviert? So I could say, ja, wir haben reserviert. Good. And if I've not reserved? You would say, wir haben nicht reserviert. Wir haben nicht reserviert. We're talking about to have reserved or uh, I have reserved, you have reserved and so on. Is there a word for a reservation?
1: Yeah, ja. eine Reservierung oder die Reservierung, the
0: reservation. So if it's eine and die, is a feminine word? Sehr gut. Okay, so die Reservierung. Ich habe eine Reservierung. Could I say it like that? Yeah, it's not so likely, but it's correct. Okay, and in that case, if I said... I don't have a reservation, would I be correct in using keine? Ganz genau. Okay, so ich habe keine Reservierung, I have no reservation. Yeah. I think I finally got keine and nicht sorted out. So just to be clear here, we're saying it's ich habe keine Reservierung, I have no reservation. Or ich habe nicht reserviert. Exactly. Okay. And just while we're talking about these kind of grammatical things, would I be correct in thinking that eine Reservierung there is in the accusative? Exactly. So it's because I have a reservation. And in that case, the reservation is the object of what I have. That's the object I have. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Right. So we have established that we have or don't have a reservation. What's the, the next question that's, that's likely? You will probably be asked about your name. Okay, so um, we already have, uh, well, I can say ich heiße. What would the question be? Wie heißen Sie? Of course. Wie heißen Sie? Wie heißen Sie? And in this situation, they wouldn't use the do form.
1: No, it's a formal situation. There's another phrase you might hear when it comes to reservation, and that would be auf welchen Namen or unter welchem Namen. Uh, what, what would that mean? Under which name? So,
0: welchen is which. Auf welchen Namen, yeah, ja. under which name. Auf welchen Namen. So I guess that's just the kind of thing that you're you are trying to understand. You don't really need to know that phrase, but if you hear that phrase it's the Namen that, that we're thinking about there, yeah. And
1: most likely it just comes up with the reservation. Unter welchen Namen haben Sie
0: reserviert? Okay, so under which name have you reserved? Okay, cool. So I can say Ich heiße How would I say, my name is Mr. Smith, for example.
1: My name is Herr Smith. So Herr, Herr. It has two R's in the end. So in the south of Germany, you really roll the R. So it's Herr, but Herr. Okay. In other parts, you just
0: it might slightly be less pronounced. Okay. And what? What's Misses? Frau, Frau. Okay. So Frau Smith and Herr Smith. Yeah. Okay. Is there a word for Miss? Yeah, you could use Fräulein. Even if it's a little bit older not so used anymore i think we actually came across that a couple of lessons ago when we were ordering drinks for the young lady for für das fräulein ja. okay so but that wouldn't be used quite as much now perhaps no it's more to address a younger woman so a, a, a younger woman wouldn't be so likely to go into a hotel and say my name is fräulein smith No, you would probably use Frau if you're in a hotel or introducing yourself. Okay, so the first phrase here that we have is I have reserved. Ich habe reserviert. Ich habe reserviert. And the word for reservation itself is? Die Reservierung. Die Reservierung. Okay, what's the word for a room? Ein Zimmer or das Zimmer. So the room, das Zimmer. Ein Zimmer, a room. Okay. Das Zimmer. Das Zimmer. Zimmer. Okay. And a double room? Das Doppelzimmer. Das Doppelzimmer. Das Doppelzimmer. And so a single room would be? Das Einzelzimmer. Say that one again? Das Einzelzimmer. Einzelzimmer. Das Einzelzimmer. Quite tricky to say Einzelzimmer. Einzelzimmer. Okay. So, das Zimmer? Das Zimmer? Das Doppelzimmer. Das Doppelzimmer. Das Einzelzimmer. Das Einzelzimmer. Okay, so could I say I have a reservation for a double room, for example?
1: Ich habe eine Reservierung für ein
0: Doppelzimmer. Ich habe eine Reservierung für ein Doppelzimmer. Doppelzimmer. Okay, ich habe eine Reservierung für ein Doppelzimmer. Genau. How would I say I have reserved uh, a double room? Would it be, ich habe reserviert ein Doppelzimmer?
1: Not quite. There's the tricky German word order again. Okay, so what happens here? Ich habe ein Doppelzimmer reserviert. Ich habe
0: ein Doppelzimmer reserviert. The object comes before the last verb. Okay, we'll come back to that another time, I think. So it might be easier to stick with Ich habe eine Reservierung für ein Doppelzimmer. Sehr gut, ja. Or wir haben eine Reservierung für ein Doppelzimmer, ja? Ja, okay. Um, The other thing that we could talk about is the type of room that we've, we've requested. For example, it could be a room with a bath. Mit Bad or with a shower, mit Dusche. Let's go through those two words again. So the word for bath. Das Bad. Das Bad. Okay, so a room with a bath. Ein Zimmer mit Bad. So there's no word for a in there. You can just say a room with bath. Yeah, Yeah, you don't have to worry about the cases. Okay, yes. Okay, so ein Zimmer mit Bad. Ein Zimmer mit Bad. And a room with a shower. Ein Zimmer mit Dusche. Ein Zimmer mit Dusche. Dusche. Ein Zimmer mit Dusche. Okay, what about a room with a balcony?
1: Ein Zimmer mit Balkon. Der Balkon is the balcony. Okay,
0: Balkon, that's easy enough. So ein Zimmer mit Balkon. Ein Zimmer mit Balkon. Now, if we were at a seaside resort, perhaps, uh, what would we say for a a view of the sea, a, a room with a view? We'd
1: say for the sea, it would be Meerblick.
0: Meerblick. Ja, Meer, the sea, yeah. and blick, view. View, okay. Meerblick, ein Zimmer mit Meerblick.
1: Ein Zimmer mit Meerblick. But to be honest, it's much more likely that you're in the middle of the mountains and when you're in the German-speaking country, so you would ask for ein
0: Bergblick. Bergblick. Ja, a view on the mountains. Okay. Ein Zimmer mit Bergblick. Ein Zimmer mit Bergblick. Okay. Good stuff. Um, now the other thing that we need to specify about our room is the, the length of time that we've, we've requested the room for. So how would we say for one night? Für eine Nacht. Für eine Nacht. Für eine Nacht. So could I say Ich habe eine Reservierung für ein Zimmer für eine Nacht. Yeah. And what would two nights be? Zwei Nächte. Let's hear the word for nights again. Die Nacht. It's a night and zwei Nächte, two nights. So the, the vowel sound changes in there. Die Nacht and zwei Nächte. Nächte. Die Nacht and zwei Nächte. So the plural of a German word is formed by changing the sound. Is that always the case? Yeah, there are different types of plurals. It really depends on the noun. Okay, so are there any other examples that you could give us of this type of word where the the vowel sound changes.
1: Yeah, we already learned brother, der Bruder, der Bruder, zwei Brüder,
0: zwei Brüder, zwei Brüder.
1: Okay. Or die Mutter, zwei Mütter.
0: Let's hear the difference between those two again. Die Mutter, the mother, zwei Mütter, two mothers, zwei Mütter, zwei Mütter. So we've had für eine Nacht and für zwei Nächte or I guess we could say drei Nächte or... <laughs> Vier Nächte, fünf Nächte. Okay. How What would we say for a
1: week? Eine Woche.
0: Für eine Woche.
1: Für eine Woche.
0: And what would two weeks be?
1: It's a different type of plural. Für zwei Wochen.
0: Wochen. So in that case we're adding an N. Yes. Okay, so we've got für eine Woche and zwei Wochen. Für zwei Wochen. So, can we give another example of another word which adds an N in the plural? Yeah,
1: the shower, die Dusche, zwei Duschen.
0: Die Dusche, zwei Duschen, not Duschen, Duschen. Duschen, we just add the N. So, just the N this time. What We've got one bath, which is ein Bad. Zwei Bäder. Okay, we've got a vowel sound change there, okay. So, zwei Bäder, ein Bad, but Dusche takes the N, so... Eine Dusche, zwei Duschen. It's complicated. How would we ask for two rooms? What happens to Zimmer?
1: Ah, that's another one. Because you would say zwei Zimmer. It doesn't change at all.
0: Okay. I would like to make a personal appeal to all our listeners. Please don't stop listening to Coffee Break German just because of this complicated business with plurals. I'm sure there are rules and I'm sure our grammar guru will be able to help us out in a future lesson. Okay. I don't know about you, but I think I am in need of a little bit of a break. So when we come back after the break, we'll be looking at more phrases for checking into the hotel. But just for now, let's take a breather.
2: Du lernst Deutsch, natürlich. Aber vielleicht willst du auch eine andere Sprache lernen. Did you know that you can also learn French, Spanish, Italian and Chinese with Coffee Break? Or if you'd like a quick espresso shot of another language, you can try one of our 26 one-minute language courses from Arabic to Zulu. For all your language learning needs, go to coffeebreaklanguages.com.
0: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Let's get back to our phrases for checking into a hotel. One other thing that is very common to ask is about whether breakfast is included or not. So what's breakfast? Das Frühstück. Say that again? Das Frühstück. Frühstück. Das Frühstück.
1: We already heard the word Stück in the last lesson and Frühstück means
0: early piece. Okay, so it was a Stück, ein Stück pizza. Or ein Stück kuchen. So a piece and früh. Early. Early. So it's the early piece of food that you eat. Exactly. So das Frühstück. Das Frühstück. And how would we say is breakfast included? Ist das Frühstück inklusiv? Can we hear that again, please?
1: Ist das Frühstück inklusiv? Ist das Frühstück inklusiv? Included. Inclusive. Inclusive, okay. Ist das
0: Frühstück inklusiv? Ist das Frühstück inklusiv? Now, while we're talking about breakfast, I do believe that Julia, our cultural correspondent, has some information to share with us about breakfast in German-speaking areas. Hallo, Julia.
2: Hallo, ihr beiden und alle Coffee Break German Zuhörer. Alles in Ordnung? Ich bin's wieder, Julia, eure Kulturreporterin. I hear you've been learning about hotels in this lesson and that all-important question, Is das Frühstück inclusive? How about I tell you what we actually eat for breakfast? And it all begins with bread. I've heard that in some languages spoken in the far north, there are hundreds of words for snow. Here in Germany, it sometimes seems that we have hundreds of different words to describe bread rolls. So you may hear Semmel, Schrippe, Weg, Rundstück, and many more. But as soon as you know the word Brötchen, literally meaning little bread loaf, then you'll know what to ask for in any bakery. Now, what do you put on your Brötchen? Well, that really depends if you're a savory or a sweet type. It's very common to have um, butter, cheese, ham, sausage, Together, these are often referred to as Aufschnitt. This literally means cut up, because these items would be cut in slices. If you have more of a sweet tooth, you can spread jam, honey or chocolate spread on your Brötchen. Do you remember when we mentioned uh, that lunch these days often consists of a quick sandwich on the go and people tend to have more time to cook in the evening? However, traditionally... It actually was the other way around. Lunch was a hot meal, whereas at night you had uh, slices of dark bread with cheese or meat. And this is why one word for the evening meal in German-speaking areas is Abendbrot, the evening bread. You may also hear Abendessen. Or in the south of Germany, Austria and Switzerland, people may well use Vesper. So there you have it, another cultural tip from me, and I'm going to hand you back to Thomas and Mark in the studio. Bis bald.
0: Danke schön, Julia. Okay, so so far we've been learning some useful phrases for booking into a hotel, and we've been talking most recently about breakfast, das ist ein Frühstück. You also may want to ask how much the room actually costs. Oh yeah, that would be quite useful. Yeah, so um, we've already had how much does it cost? Wie viel kostet das?
1: Yeah, you can say, wie viel kostet das, or wie viel kostet das Zimmer, if you want to be more specific.
0: Okay, wie viel kostet das Zimmer? How would you say per night? Pro Nacht. Pro Nacht. Pro Nacht oder pro Person. Pro per. Person, per Person. Yes. So, wie viel kostet das Zimmer pro Nacht? Wie viel kostet das Zimmer pro Nacht und pro Person? okay. And perhaps one final word, the key. We need our keys to get into our rooms. Der Schlüssel. Der Schlüssel. Der
1: Schlüssel. And that's another one where the plural doesn't change. Zwei Schlüssel.
0: Schlüssel. So ein Schlüssel. Ein Schlüssel. Zwei Schlüssel. Schlüssel. Okay. And it's a der word, it's a masculine word. So if I were to say, I have a key, would I say, ich habe... Einen Schlüssel?
1: Very good. It's the accusative again. Okay. Another phrase you might hear when it comes to accusative is ich wünsche ihnen einen angenehmen Aufenthalt. I w- wish you a nice day.
0: We've had the ich wünsche dir or ich wünsche ihnen in this case because it's the Z form, presumably. Yeah, the formal one. So what was the what is it you're wishing? Einen angenehmen Aufenthalt. Einen angenehmen Aufenthalt. A pleasant stay. Okay. Could I just say, then, einen angenehmen Aufenthalt? Yeah, like, einen guten Appetit and just leave the, ich wünsche. Cool. So, ich wünsche Ihnen einen, einen angenehmen Aufenthalt. Danke. Okay, so we've covered quite a lot this lesson. We do have a conversation about checking into a hotel, but we're going to leave that until the next lesson because it's quite a long conversation and there's lots of interesting content in it that we'd like to share with you. In the meantime, we've looked this time at Ich habe reserviert, or Ich habe eine Reservierung. And we've also looked at Wir haben eine Reservierung. And I was thinking that it might be useful to look a little more closely at this verb, to have, because we've covered little bits of it, but we've not really looked at it in the whole conjugation. So it's time to hand you over to Kirsten, our grammar guru, who's going to explain a little more about Haben.
3: In today's grammar lesson, we're going to learn about one of the verbs that's been cropping up quite a lot over the last few lessons. That's the verb haben meaning to have. In our previous experience with verbs, we concentrated on common, which has a regular pattern in the present tense. As you might have guessed, haben doesn't have this same regular pattern. It's what we call an irregular verb. But don't worry, it's not too difficult. Let's take a look. As usual, we'll start with the singular forms. You'll recognise a few of them already. We start off forming the first person singular, just like a regular verb by taking the EN off the infinitive and adding on the first person E which gives us Ich habe. But as is quite common with irregular verbs, the second and third person singular are slightly different. The DU form has its usual ST ending, but this time the B disappears from the stem too, which gives us DU hast. The B is also absent in the third person singular but it keeps its normal T ending, which gives us er, sie, es, hat. You remember this formation from last lesson when we had er or sie hat hunger. When we get to the plural verb forms, the b is back and we're back to normal conjugation patterns. The first person plural then takes the same form as the infinitive again, via haben. The second person plural adds on a T and we have ia habt. And finally, we're back to haben for the third-person plural, zhaben. You'll have noticed that in this conjugation, I've not mentioned the formal forms at all. But you can simply go to the third-person plural and use those forms for both u-singular and u-plural in the formal form. But remember, it's z with a capital S, so zhaben. So now you know how to conjugate haben in the present tense. In a later lesson, we'll look at another really common verb, sein, meaning to be. Okay, that's it for me today. Das reicht für heute. I'll hand you back to Mark and Thomas at Radiolingua HQ.
0: Thank you, Kirsten. I don't know about you, our listeners, but I always feel it makes so much more sense when you fill in the blanks, fill in the parts that you don't really fully understand, and listening to the whole conjugation of happen certainly helps me to understand where it all fits. Also, that's enough for today. I think we'll leave it there for today. And don't forget, of course, that you can go to coffeebreakgerman.com and find out more about how you can access our additional materials for this course. And while you're
1: there, please leave a comment so we know what you're
0: thinking. And of course, you can also leave a comment on iTunes, post a review on iTunes or indeed any of the other podcast directories. For now, that's where we'll leave you and we'll say bis zum nächsten Mal. Bis zum nächsten Mal. Tschüss. Tschüss. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2017 Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2017 Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen,